Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Now, do you remember back, God, I'm thinking early 80s when Tom Petty tried to revive the career of Del Shannon. Del Shannon had that the guy one guy uh, Runaway, right? My little oh, runaway. Run, 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 yeah. run away. Yeah. Um, do you remember when Tom Petty produced an album for him? Uh, I remember it, but I don't remember the album. I don't remember the song. I don't remember the time. I just remember the names being associated with each other. Yeah. yeah. So we talked to, uh, it's interesting, we talked to Danny Zalisco, a uh, concert promoter for a while yesterday. Um, he's got a book out called All Excess. And you can find out where to get that. You know, just look online. Danny Zalisco presents and you'll find out all the information on that. But he told us, you know, we just kind of did like we tossed out artist names. And he told us the first little story that came to mind about that artist. Okay. And he had one about Tom Petty. One of the greatest ever um, years ago. And I write about it in there. Uh, he produced an album with Del Shannon. And uh, the show was dying. It wasn't selling at all. And Tom came over. He let me announce it on your radio station, by the way. Nice. Yeah. He let me announce that uh, he was going to come and play with Tom, uh, Del that night. And the show sold out in five minutes. So if you wondered if Tom Petty was a good guy, yeah, he probably was. Yeah, and always yeah. had an, always had an eye on money too. I remember the Tom Petty story about him begging the other traveling Wilburys to tour. None of those guys wanted to tour. You know, George Harrison didn't want to tour. Well, they don't need. They didn't. None of them needed the money. Needed it, but Tom Petty was like, "They're going to pay us so much." Yeah. So much. Why don't you guys want to tour? And none of them wanted to do it. That's why everybody asks why certain musicians and bands stay together and or uh, athletes stay long past their prime. Because if somebody says to you, <laughs> hey, I know you're not what you used to be, but I'm going to give you seven figures to do what you do. Have at it. Yeah. And a lot of times for an athlete, they're going to pay you twice as much as when you were what you used exactly. to be. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. just because your name value is so big. For example, we go back to music there. Uh, Def Leppard make more money now than they did when Hysteria was a massive record. Yes, and they know how to keep it now. Yeah. That's a big, big difference. It's <laughs> so amazing. So. Now, you don't wear a watch, right? I, I've, uh, I've, I do, I've never I been do a big watch. When I remember been. to wear it, but I, I yeah. rarely. Yeah, I have a smartwatch, but I rarely okay. wear it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I not, just forget to put it on. <clears throat> Excuse me, I put it on when I ride the motorcycle a lot just because it's easier to, you know. Okay, now is that. Pull is, my is phone that, out of my pocket. Is that an Apple Watch? Yeah. Okay, so it has yeah. all the features. To, have you used the, and the reason I ask is, have you used the hand-washing feature on your Apple Watch? No, <laughs> there's a hand-washing. No, I've used, uh, I actually, my watch is a pain in the ass because it tells me to stand up every once in a while. It'll tell me to, to stand up. To move around and get exercise. Yeah, because yeah. it knows I'm fat and lazy and working radio. <laughs> I'm telling you, we are going to forget how to wipe our own butts if we're not careful. Because this is... Wait, that's a thing? Yeah, right? Um, I'll bet there's a feature on the Apple Watch for it. Yeah. But, uh, Wipe the, front to back. The hand-washing feature, here's how it works. Um, you can, as you start washing your hands, the Apple Watch detects the correct hand movements and the sound of the running water. What? And a timer appears on your Apple Watch. It will automatically adjust to have started the timer when it thinks the hand washing began and will show a countdown timer with the remaining time. Here's the third part of the directions. This is key. Continue washing until the Apple Watch chimes and displays a thumbs up signal. That's how you know you're done. I believe we used to do this just by counting yes, backwards, counting backwards in, in our head or in, counting forwards in our head. Mississippi. 20 Mississippi yeah. was how you did that. You know how you know you're done? 
when the Apple Watch shorts out after you put it under the faucet <laughs> exactly. for 20 seconds. Exactly. That's always the dangerous part about having a watch, right? You get the, you get the nice leather band messed yeah. up because you got it wet. I, yeah, I, I mean, see we're at the point of, where we oh can't even God. count anymore. Yeah, I mean, we, and we already gave you months and months ago. A whole list. We gave you a couple every day of great hand-washing songs. Ramblin', songs you could just sing. Ramblin' Man by the Allman Brothers, the chorus of that. The Gambler by Kenny yep. Rogers, the chorus of that song. Yep. 20 just, seconds, pretty much exactly. And you're done. Sweet Home Alabama, I yep. believe, is 21 seconds. So we got you all covered with that. You don't have to spend all that money on an Apple Watch. Look, I, I, I got nothing for people who don't know how to count. Right, I got, right. I got nothing at that point. Yeah. At that, dirty hands are the least of your problems. Just setting up the app, I think, would be so much more of a pain you, than what? counting in your head. Counting in my head is its never intimidated me like technology does. Wait till Apple puts out their brand new Apple sneakers where the left one has an L on it and the right <laughs> one has an R on it so you know which ones to put on your feet. Well, they already do that with the headphones. So, oh, yeah. A, yeah, there's an L and the R on those. Hi, this is Israel. It's time to, for uh, Spanish. As a public service, and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. We've got Shannon from Green Valley, Arizona, on the phone with us today, and we have a $25 Port of Subs gift card for you if you can do the following. Translate a Spanish phrase we give you. Via three English choices. Are you ready, Shannon? Yes. Here comes your Spanish phrase. El tiempo vuela como una flecha, la fruta vuela como un plátano. Did you hear that? Yes. Let's give it one more time. El tiempo vuela como una flecha, la fruta vuela como un plátano. All right, Shannon does that phrase translate into A, when I die, I'd like to be cremated as it's my last hope for a smoking hot body. <laughs> B, my grandpa had the heart of a lion and the lifetime ban from the zoo. Oh, my God. Or C, time flies like an arrow, fruit flies like a banana. Which well, one is since it? I know no Spanish. I only know C. <laughs> All right. Well done. Well done, indeed. <laughs> Congratulations, Shannon. You have won in Time Out for Spanish. Time Out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Tell you what, I'm glad it's Tuesday. Why? That means it's no longer Monday. What a day yesterday. Just one of those days. And to, everything at work was fine. Yeah. I went home, drove home. And if you've got a, uh, oh, thank you. If you've got an automatic sprinkler system, you'll know this. Sometimes you lose an emitter head and you got like a mini geyser in your front yard. Emitter right. head, is that some sort of technical term that you use there? Just you, like you, a dripper. It, it drips onto the bushes or whatever, you know? You're big-timing me so yeah. over there? Okay. Yeah. It's, sure. it's not as bad as when you lose, like, a full sprinkler head right. that, shoot, that shoots the water on your lawn. Then you've got a serious, like... Like a geyser type Like deal, old faithful yeah. type going on. Sure, yeah, that makes this sense. This is just kind of a mini one. Okay. But as I drive in, you know, but it's been going for a while. i got a huge puddle in my in my driveway and everything. So I'm like, okay, i gotta got to grab a spare emitter head and fix that up. So I go into the garage, go into the landscaping cabinet, grab some stuff out of there. And I'm like, I got to snip this thing to make it fit a little bit. And it's nipping it in the bud is what yes. you got to do. I turn the light on to do that. The light goes out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you know, yeah, you I'm know, having the weirdest day. <laughs> yeah, you know that when you turn the light on, it goes boop. 
Yep. Just and it's pops. done. Yeah, the filament so, goes, yeah. I'm like, all right, I know how to change the light bulb. That's not hard, but I do have to get the ladder out. So I got to do that. And then I snip the thing up and I put the thing together back again. Right. Then I go inside. I sit down. I'm like, you know what? Let me do a couple of quick things before I snooze uh, online here. So I turn my computer on and my Internet's out. Completely out. Even on my phone. And woke up in such a good mood. Yes, exactly. I'm thinking this was such a good day for a while. And it was my fault because um, the folks from Cox Internet were out about like a month and a half ago. And the guy the guy hooked me up. He goes, but he goes, you're going to need to change that modem. Uh, you need to change that modem as soon as possible. So and get you right thought on you were, that. You I thought like, you were being upsold, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. No, no, no. I just like, oh, I'm definitely going to get that done soon. Because you don't have to buy it. You go and you trade it in at the, at right. the Cox Solution store. So right. I'm like... I, I call, they reset it, it goes on, lasts for about 20 minutes. And I've been doing this for like a month of calling and then resetting it. Right. Because the thing's on its last legs, and I've had it for a long time. Totally sure. my fault. No, I so, get it. That's going on. So I run over to the Cox Solutions store, very crowded because everybody's using their equipment now more than usual. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the demand on Internet because everybody's yeah. at home. Sure, but that they, makes sense. They tore through things pretty quickly. I was, I was, you know, I left and I was back home in less than a half an hour, which was pretty good. But when I got home, I realized I had left a, a bleach-soaked Q-tip sitting on the crotch of a pair of new jeans. <laughs> Why? I have questions. Why are you using a bleach-soaked Q-tip okay. on your jeans? What did you stain your jeans with that bleach was necessary to get that out? Who did you kill? Nothing. What DNA? Is this a Bill Clinton blue dress moment? What no. Is, what it, is this? It looks like it now, though. Okay. That's the problem. All righty spot. Um, the you reason I was using that is because when you buy a pair of jeans, like if they're pre-washed, a little bit faded. Okay. Right? If you notice, and you may not have noticed this before, and I never did. Until my wife pointed it out to me one day. Because she was looking in that general vicinity. She One day she looks at me and she goes, looks like you peed your pants a little bit. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I look down and in the fly area, it's all faded except for one like thick piece of denim. All right. That hasn't faded at all. It's dark blue still. And so it does kind of look like that. I'm like, huh, that is weird looking. So I start, I develop this technique. You get a little bleach on the end of a Q-tip. And you dot that a little bit, and it fades it to the same color as the other faded part of the jeans. So it's all uniform. Look at you. I was doing that with another pair of jeans I had recently gotten, and I wanted to see my progress, so I laid the Q-tip on it so I would know exactly where I had touched last time to see how it was working. And I forgot it from the day before. So now there's like this sort of big white target, right? It's kind of a kick me here spot so on my jeans. Let's just get the rundown. It's bad sprinkler head. <laughs> bad sprinkler head, light bulb, light bulb out, internet out, jeans ruined. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. You know, it kind of was a case of the Mondays. And it does sound like it. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> It looks like somebody's shining a white laser pointer on my crotch now with these pants. You wish. (laughs) Do I? Well, at least with that stuff I was talking about, you know, the, the kind of weird and not so great Monday I had. Yeah, it was a, that was a rough Monday. At least I came out of it with a new modem, which will now, is your serve internet me awesome well. now? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I went, cool. you know what the thing I did was when before I left, 
because I had I had to go this, you know, like right down the road from me, there's this Cox solution store. So you bring if you got an equipment piece of equipment that's gone bad and, and I knew this was going bad and I just sat on it for like a month, two months and totally my fault. But I grabbed the modem. I go down there and they just trade it out. Super convenient. And when I left, when I before I left. I unscrewed and popped everything out of the back of it. I made sure I grabbed some like file folder labels and I just attached to the cord goes in modem. So I didn't lose track of what went where. Because how many cords do you have back there? Oh, God. It's like I have like an old computer thing sitting there that's not working anymore. This I think just take that out of there. Yeah. One of these days I'm going to get to that. After you do the wheelbarrow? After I do the wheelbarrow. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Um, that's sitting there. I mean, you could sleep on this pile of cables and things <laughs> and cords. It's an, it's a ma- it's an orgy of right. cords and right. cables and right. wires and they're all intermingled and swimming right. in each other's wireness and so forth. All that stuff is all over the place. You don't have that? Uh, n- no. Everybody has that, don't they? Uh, to, I, I think to varying degrees, everybody. You know, they make these, they make these plastic sleeves that like wrap around the wires so that you can yeah, be sure. completely anal and Those make are it handy. look, yeah, make it look yeah. completely neat and stuff. My, no. See, my, my wires have grown up wild. They're, they're, they're feral. They're feral, they're, feral, yeah. they're stray. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't they'll say. They'll never, they'll never get in that thing. I mean, on the, on the scale of, uh, of cornrows to the human circulatory system, I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> You know what I mean? I like I would say, I would, I would say I've got, I've got, I've got the proper amount of disjointed and, and unorganized wires. Well, yes, let me They're ask not this zip tied together or anything. All right, Steve, do you have like a, a like a mass, a, an orgy of cables, cords, and wires? Uh, sorry, I'm a little anal for that, so I wouldn't have that. I got everything zip tied together. Right. And, Ooh. Uh, I'm that guy. Are you really? <laughs> no, I don't. Got everything yeah, super organized? Have. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Do you have like those plastic tubes to run the cords there through? You go. No, I use. I'm old fashioned. I'm so I use zip ties. All right, zip tie. I mean, zip I ties should, are I great. Done that in the beginning. Uh, zip ties are awesome. I will tell you, zip ties are the, are the great. They're like the duct tape of of uh, of the plastic of world. The plastic yes, world. absolutely. Yeah. Zip ties are damn handy. Yeah, but they're awesome. I should I should get some zip ties and get a handle. Like I said, it's like a dog you, you never trained in the beginning. Right. It's, it's too it's too late now. <laughs> it's literally an orgy. Here's of the thing. cables, wires, and cords. Yeah, I do this all the time. You get one chance to do it when you move into a new house <laughs> or you sell a house. You know, when you're moving, you get one chance to set it up the right way and you know what you do you put it all you set it up now go all right i'll just get i'll, I'll put all these things in there and i'll get to it later and then you push right the, you push the desk up against the wall and never to be seen or heard from again yeah i forgot one item cables cords wires and dust balls of course because that's what happens yeah It is time for the Mark and Interpol dumbass of the day. And my guess is you've got a sweet pair for me, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> no? You know, the last time somebody said that to me, I said, hey, sorry, fella. I'm not into that. I just stopped into this truck stop to use the bathroom. <laughs> really? Are you a married guy who likes meatball subs, too? <laughs> Here we go. That never happened either. All right, so Merrimack, New Hampshire. I love Merrimack, New Hampshire. That's where we're heading for story number one. And I can't say that I fault 36-year-old James Albert too much. I mean... Jimmy! A man needs to exercise, right? Sure. Sure. 
So this was a few weeks ago. It was a Friday afternoon. James decided he needed to do some calisthenics, which makes a lot of sense right before you head into the weekend. We all tend to get a little bit less disciplined with what we eat and drink on the weekend. Yeah, so Macca was out there doing his jumping jacks, kid. He was. So even though he wasn't wearing athletic shoes or a shirt, James started doing some jumping jacks, was very into it. No shoes, no shirt, no problem, kid. Unfortunately, he was doing this all in a neighbor's driveway, a neighbor he doesn't know. Oh. Yeah. Honey? Na- the, neighbor, <laughs> the neighbor called police. It's a strange man in our driveway Honey, doing come- jumping jacks. Not only was he doing jumping jacks, he was like sort of burying his face into the shrubbery and, and smelling it as if it was the most wonderful thing on earth with his eyes closed. See, in New Hampshire, I could just see the guy, hey, Jack LaLanne, get out of my yard, you Todd. <laughs> yes, exactly. Went back to doing some jumping jacks. Cops arrived to find James acting incoherently. They found <laughs> methamphetamine on him. His person. No. Which is probably why he had the energy to exercise. Sure, why not? And we don't have the name, but we must make a quick mention of the driver in Tempe on Thursday night of last week, cruising eastbound on Elliott Road near I 10. Sadly, the driver struck another vehicle that was pulled oh. over. Yep. Oh, good. Even sadder, the car was a, a police, police car yeah, that sure. was dealing with a traffic situation. Well, now he has a second traffic situation. Yeah. Congratulations. Yep. Police car was uh, really tough to see with its lights on and everything. Well, that'd be you know. difficult. Well, you're not looking for it. you got your eyes on the road. Hardly stands out. Yep. The officer was out of the car dealing with the other traffic situation, so he was not harmed, which is good. But Thankful, the, yeah. The saddest of all, the driver who struck the cop car was indeed intoxicated. No! Yes. You don't say. He wasn't just a bad driver. Okay. He wasn't hurt badly in the crash either, but he is along with James, the jumping jack man from New Hampshire, one of the two Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. Hey, I think those are two beautiful stories you just told. And it was sponsored, the dumbass of the day was, by Indian Motorcycle Peoria. That's where you find them online, IndianMotorcyclePeoria.com. The guy who wrote that last song, Go Your Own Way. Yeah. Lindsey Buckingham, okay, legendary guitar player for Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, it's so good that they, any time they've had to replace him, they used to have to use two guitar players to do it. Very true. I mean, he really is that good. The current incarnation of Fleetwood Mac has two guys in the place he used to hold. Yeah. So, um, but he is uh, one of those guys who's notoriously difficult. Uh, Fussy. Abra- abrasive, somewhat eccentric. Fussy. Um, can be can, difficult is a good word. Yeah. 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 So we were talking. Demanding, to, I think, yeah. is, is, is also a good word. We were talking to concert promoter Danny Salisco. He's got a he's got a book out called All Excess, and he was uh, talking to us about it. And we asked him, you know, what musician has ever, like, really gotten mad at you backstage for something that didn't go well during the show or something like that? Right. And, and Lindsay's name came up. Lindsay Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac was the guy. I've never had a I'd never had a problem with him and I've heard things too but in this particular case we were doing a solo show at the Orpheum and he wanted more sound and you know that that room was small to begin with and he carried a bunch of sound extra to add to whatever was in the hall and that wasn't enough for him so he demanded that I order more sound and I said well to my production guys that night we've only sold 600 tickets out of 1,200. Oh, boy. And this is the morning of the show, right? Yeah. And and the day before the show, we sold maybe eight tickets. I mean, the thing is deader than a doornail. And and he wants me to add another twenty-five, thirty-five hundred dollars in extra sound that we do not need. 
And and as it was, the show itself was one of the loudest shows I've ever heard in a room that is not designed for metal or loud music. And that's what it sounded like. After the show, I saw him and I waited for him to say hello. And in front of a whole backstage crowd, he let me have it. Oh, wow. What? And I just said, are you done? I said, by the way, all 600 people here said thanks for the show. Wow. And I turned around and left. <laughs> I think that's a good one. Yeah. All 600 people individually yeah, that's, told that's, me thank you yeah, for the show. That's uh, that's the, the, the passive aggressivity of Danny Zalisco. Uh, when you tick him off, he just sort of smiles and he doesn't, yeah. doesn't yell, doesn't get upset. He just kind of goes, all right. Man, you know, yeah. You, you, but he'll file it in the back there right. like you always do. This is a, a relationship industry, and, and it's an interesting thing to see how, how relationships go between musicians and, and radio stations and things yeah. like that. I mean, I don't know the ins and outs, but maybe that's why F- Lindsey Buckingham is not in Fleetwood Mac right now. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, you know, look, it's a business, and, yeah. and, and sometimes uh, business gets in the way of, of communication. I think we got work to do, don't we? Corona, coronavirus, worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. All right, then. We can keep you up informed, keep you up to date, but also keep you amused with a Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with, with jokes. jokes. Now, I don't want to be the harbinger of bad news, but Europe has decided to lock down a little bit more. Tightening a little bit of their restriction, restrictions, including in England, where it looks like pubs and other restaurants will have to close by 10 p.m. local night each time. And they are going to enforce social distancing and all the things that are going to happen. Strict measures are happening. And that means that, as is usually the case, the United States of America will probably have to react after Europe does. I know Europe's having another spike. So. Yeah, so that will happen, Tom. Guy goes, uh, takes his dog to the vet. He and his wife and kids are sitting there in the waiting room. The vet picks up the dog and gives him the one over and goes, oh, really sorry, but I'm going to have to put him down. The family goes, oh, my God, is he sick? Is he okay? Is, what's going on? He goes, no, he's just really heavy. Oh, no. <laughs> so the Arizona State University has opted for safety first, looks like. Okay. They have decided no more in-person classes until after Thanksgiving, which seems like it's a long way away, but it's not it really. really. It's about no. two months from today, basically. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. Um, no more in-person classes until after Thanksgiving. Everything's going to be virtual and no in-person graduation ceremonies in December. Meanwhile, University of Arizona is going to be kicking out a bunch of students. Uh, they they found a an off-campus bash the other night that had about 300 people at it. And uh, if you think they were practicing social distancing, you'd be wrong. <laughs> they were not. So. By the way, did you know that you're allowed to send emails to people who are in prison? I was not aware of that, no. Yeah, just don't attach a file. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're back. We're back. Arizona, our back, baby. Back on the state that's been added to New York's quarantine list. Oh, no, really? Yep. 
Five states have been added to the quarantine list in New York, meaning persons traveling from those states should now quarantine for 14 days upon arrival in Arizona. We're back, baby. Don't call it a comeback. Arizona, Minnesota, Nevada, Rhode Island, and Wyoming have been added to the list. So So we were on, then we were off, now we're on. Just when they think we're out, they pull us back in. It's on again, off again. Yep. Fun. Did you watch the uh, the Emmy Awards the other night? Uh, I did not watch the Emmy Awards the other night. So you didn't see the award for the best neckwear? No. By anybody, by a celebrity? Did you see? I mean, it was unbelievable. Some of these pop stars, they're wearing it's amazing stuff. So the award for the next wear, uh, best neckwear was... Uh... Oh, wait, it's a tie. <laughs> and that is Mark and Neanderthal's coronavirus update with jokes. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.